Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. Believe it or not, I'm recording this on the 18th of April, hours before I'm getting ready to upload it live. And usually I don't do this. Usually I record this podcast. I know some podcasters record several podcasts and they always have them in reserve, in backup. But I never really go more than four days before recording the latest episode. And so in some ways, I'm always recording it at the last minute. And of course, the challenge is if you get right down to the wire and you're not really sure what you're going to talk about, that puts a little bit of extra pressure on But I've been doing this for so long, and I've always discovered that I always have something to talk about. It's just a matter of getting clarity around the topic before I hit the record button. But today, I'm actually excited that I waited until the last minute before hitting the record button, because I'm thinking about where we are in 2023. We are in April of 2023, the 18th to be exact, and I just finished mailing in my taxes. I live here in the United States of America, Florida to be more specific, and I send my quarterly taxes in. And also every quarter I evaluate, especially now at this point in my life, where I am, where I'm going with the business, what the strengths are that I bring to the table, what the weaknesses are that I may have to deal with, what opportunities are on the horizon, as well as what threats. And that's a long way of saying I do a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I have several products that I'm very proud of that I still sell to this day. And one of them in particular, I look at as almost a classic product. What I mean by that is it's timeless. That's my product called the one-to-many system. And the reason why I believe that's a timeless product is It provides the framework for a complete marketing system from start to finish. So let me just talk to you about that quickly. Well, actually two things. This episode, as always, is sponsored by two of my own marketing resources. The Digital Strategist Newsletter, which is available at jimsnewsletter.com and free, and the One-to-Many System, which is available at one-to-many-system.com. And the reason why I put that course together was because... A lot of times people have one or two pieces of the marketing puzzle, of the marketing framework, but they have leaks. You know what it's like when you have a leak in your business and for some reason you're just not getting the traction that you should be getting or you're not getting the responses or there's a weakness somewhere. Maybe it's in your email. Maybe it's in your landing page. Maybe it can be anywhere in that system. Once you understand how the system works and how easily it can be set up, then you have that framework, that foundation that you bring to every other project going forward. And that's what I mean by having a complete system. Most people don't have that, and including the website. How do you design the website? How do you set it up so that the marketing system that powers it integrates seamlessly with it? So that's a complete system, but that's not everything, okay? That's the end of my advertisement. Let's get back to the topic that I wanted to talk about, evaluating where we are right now in 2023. And I'm naturally excited about this topic because I have some insights that I think are going to be possibly invaluable 
to you today. So I'm just going to keep going with this. Now, when we look at a marketing system, the system is only as good as the product it's promoting. Let me say that again. The system is only as good as the product it's promoting. And so if you're trying to promote something that people are losing interest in, well, naturally, that's going to be reflected in the sales. It's not a matter of you buying a better landing page system. It's not a matter of you um, investing in the best SaaS solution that's out there on the market. It's a matter of you looking at what exactly it is that you're selling. Now, if you go to my website at jimgalliano.com, it's my personal brand website, I have three principles that I teach. The first is focus on your messaging, which means you have to choose a theme that you're going to stay on point with. Number two is connect with your market, meaning build a problem-solving platform that connects with other people. And that connection only works when you've achieved step number one, which is focus on your messaging. And then the third point is SEO your brand and grow. In other words, you need to get ongoing traffic to your offers. But if you're getting ongoing traffic and you have a connection with your market, but you're still not making the sales, then perhaps the products or services that you're focusing on right now, your messaging, are no longer connecting in a way that they were in the past. And so to fix that problem, then you have to begin with, your, with the foundation, which is the messaging. Now, those three principles, focus on your messaging, take that messaging and connect with your market through some kind of platform. And number three, SEO your brand and grow. This is my personal foundation that I've used for the past 25 years. Yes, believe it or not, this is my 25th year in business. And in one way, it's exciting to say that. And in another way, it's kind of, I don't know how to put it, but I've been doing this for 25 years. Oh my gosh. So it kind of makes me feel like I'm getting old. But that's okay. Um, let's get back to what I was saying about the when there's a problem. When there's a problem, it can only take, let's put it this way. The problem is going to show up in maybe one of three categories. Number one, what you're talking about doesn't have the same interest that it did in the past. So you have to change that. And that doesn't have to be a tremendous change, like a 180-degree turn to t focus on something else. No, it's not that at all. The next category is the connection with the market, your platform itself, which is connected into how do you get people to come to your platform? How do you get this ongoing traffic? How do you build a following? All of these things are interconnected, but I always start with focus on your messaging. Let's talk about that just a little bit. Back in the day, in the earlier days of SEO, someone came up with this idea and they called it a, an SEO silo. It was a way of creating an authority type of website or a niche type of website. So for example, if we were going to talk about a general topic, let's talk about something that has nothing to do with anything technical online, just so we can get our minds out of the online world and into something different. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees because you're so close to your subject. You have to look at something else and use sort of an analogy so that you can kind of reset how you're thinking about something. But let's talk about home repair as our topic. 
So maybe what we do is we have a a topic called home repair. That's what we're going to build our brand around. That's what we're going to build our website around. That's what we're going to build authority around. Well, in the world of SEO, we have that topic, and underneath of it, we might have four parent categories. Maybe one has to do with electrical. Maybe another has to do with plumbing. Maybe another one has to do with home um, interior design. You get where I'm coming from? In other words, we have one parent topic, and then we might have four. We have four subcategories under that. So, home repair on the top, four subcategories underneath that, and then in those categories we may have several subcategories. So the idea is this: as far as SEO goes, it's not enough just to write about a general topic. We also have to write about the subtopics connected to that. So for whatever you're doing in your business, you probably have a general topic. And then we can take that general topic and we could create maybe four, let's say four subcategories that are connected to that main number one category. And then each one of those four categories can have multiple categories beneath them. Maybe four, maybe five, maybe ten. And so what happens, however, is that most solo entrepreneurs, because it's just them creating the content, or just maybe them and one other person, they're trying to write about a lot of things that pertain to that topic. And so they go wide without ever really going deep. Now, the idea of writing these categories out and looking at them from your top, think of it like a pyramid. On the top, we have the main topic. It's what it is whatever you do. Some of you are consultants or you teach about a topic. So that would be all the way at the top of your pyramid. Some of you are designers or developers or freelancers. And so that would be at the top of your pyramid. But underneath that, you would have four categories that we could break that topic down into and then subcategories under those four categories. So now that you have this image of a pyramid in your mind, think about your messaging. Right now, your messaging may be under category one, but attention's moved off of that category into category number two, into one of the subtopics of that category. Do you get where I'm coming from? And so it's being reflected in the sales that you're making, in the interest in your products, your current product offerings, all of that. Now, once we realize that, maybe the question is, Well, what do we do about it? So let's bring this back to the original. I'm talking kind of fast. I'm having a lot of ideas here. So you may have to listen to this episode more than once. But we are in, we've just finished the first quarter of 2023. We are four months into a new year. And from what I'm seeing and from what I'm picking up on, a lot of you, I mean, you're already selling products, but you've hit a plateau. You've hit a plateau, things have leveled out, and you're basically getting the same amount of traffic to your website today in April that you were getting back in January. There's no real discernible upward movement. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what needs to change. Now, several of my clients have experienced this same thing. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about the strategy that I've used, not only for them, 
but I've also implemented it in my own business. I'm going to get into some of the details on it. I'm also going to give you something, a little bit of something extra to go with this. So now blogging has changed a lot over the years. And the reason why I'm bringing up blogging is because I want to talk about how content plays into this. In the past, I spent, I don't know how many hours daily, weekly, monthly on Facebook. And I was interacting with people, meeting people that I never would have met had I not been on that platform. And I released new products and courses and things of that nature. And thousands and thousands of people discovered those products simply because I was active on Facebook. But the activity on Facebook today in April of 2023 is nothing compared to what it was in the past. And you can't get the same results as easily just by investing more time on the platform. Matter of fact, I found the same thing was true with other platforms like LinkedIn. Now, it depends who your clients are, depends who your target market is, all of those things figure in together. But the reason why I bring this up was because there was a time before social media when everything basically revolved around search engine optimization, optimizing your pages so they would rank highly for whatever terms that you were trying to rank for, trying to rank products higher, services higher, local business services, all of those things. SEO was the foundation for business growth. And once WordPress became as popular as it did back, especially around that time between 2006 and 2008, when people were discovering blogging for the very first time, when that word became part of our consciousness, part of our vernacular, if you will, how many people started blogs for the purpose of building a business? Matter of fact, blogging is still around today, but let's take that term and really zero in on a few things. Number one, in the past, people would actually spend time on a blog discussing the article, arguing, debating one another. The same thing that people do on social media today, they would do in a discussion area on a blog. Now, those days are pretty much past. But what hasn't passed is the fact that when people go to Google or Yahoo or Bing and they do a search, those search results are still responsible for a lot of organic traffic. Organic meaning that you don't have to take out your credit card. You don't have to invest in paid ads. You don't have to do any of that. And that content, highly ranked content, whether you call it a page, whether you call it an article, most of the time... They exist on a website's blog. I mean, if you look at all of the pages that are on a website, WordPress or otherwise, they're just pages. They're just content, whether it's standalone or whether it's under the, the blog heading. The truth of the matter is, is that those pages are still responsible for bringing a lot of traffic to websites. Now, one of my clients had, I don't know, 200 pages of content but they still weren't getting the kind of traffic that most of their competitors were. And so what we did was we created a content uh, strategy built around this silo concept of what are the keywords, what are the phrases that people are typing in when they're searching for the kind of service that your company offers. And we made an entire list of those. And then beneath those, we created subcategories. Now, we did this before uh, December of 2022, and so we did it manually. Afterward, I discovered that 
this same kind of planning, the same type of strategy can be created in a fraction of the time by using AI, by using ChatGPT, for example. And so we can go into a system like that. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to share the code with you. I think what I'll do is I will put it in the April issue of my newsletter. I'll put it at the bottom. It is the silo structure for an authority website, the code. So you would basically put whatever your website is about. You would just plug it in there and ChatGPT will create an entire structure for you. And it will save you just a lot of time when it comes to what would we, what are we supposed to write content about? What are the subcategories? Because as I said before, in the past, people would write wide on a topic and not deep. If I have some time, I'll get into that, but back to my client. And so what we did was we decided that we would create ongoing content around the same topics that he had already created content around but wasn't ranking for. And all of these naturally would become part of his blog. So he has a blog and he has many pages on the website all about his topic, one client that I'm thinking of in particular. And over the course of time, the very fact that we were creating, now these aren't short little pithy articles. We're talking about long form content, at least a thousand words. Many of the articles are 12 to 1500 words about the topic and we release those weekly sometimes three new posts a week sometimes four or five we did the same by creating a youtube channel around this content where somebody read it in front of a camera added some additional thoughts about it but the bottom line was within a course of six months this one website in particular that i'm thinking about went from, I would say, having 15% of its traffic coming from organic search to 60% of its traffic coming from organic search. Now, the idea of understanding what a silo structure is, like I said, remember the pyramid where you have the topic, you have the main topics under that, and then you have all the subtopics from there, is that if you create content that goes from top to bottom, instead of just shallow content, but you create deep content. This isn't something that maybe that you're going to be able to do it in three months. But if you think about the long game, out of 60 client websites that I've personally examined already, those that use this approach, those that are willing to create the content ongoing, not only do they rank highly, but once they get ranked on the first page for whatever terms they want to be ranked for, if they take their foot off the accelerator, I've seen people basically stop their content creation for as long as, believe it or not, three years and still maintain those rankings. Now, if it's a local type of business attracting local traffic, in other words, that's where most of their income comes from, local-based business, brick-and-mortar business, then it can be even longer than that. But believe it or not, and not that I'm suggesting that you do this, what I'm saying is there is a finish line in the not too distant horizon where once you get to where you want to be, you don't have to continue with that same daily, weekly, monthly content schedule. You can ease off a little bit without losing all of the work and the effort that you put into it. And so 
again, a lot of you right now, you're at a plateau and you're trying to get more from the things that you're already comfortable doing. You're trying to get more out of Facebook. You're trying to get more out of Instagram. You're trying to get more out of your YouTube channel. And what I'm telling you is, is that there are, there is a giant sea of potential prospects waiting for you if you will consider using this time-tested approach to SEO, to ranking highly for the words that are important to your specific business. Now, as I said originally, the very first thing is what? Getting your messaging straight. It all starts with that. So when we compare what types of of words and phrases, again, we're talking about this uh, silo structure. So for example, here's an example for me, for my business. I was using the word solopreneur for, I don't know, one or two years. Catchy word, sounds good. If I look it up online, there's you know websites that turn up. I did a little bit of digging and I learned that not only is the word entrepreneur used probably a hundred times as much as solopreneur, a lot of times when people use the word entrepreneur, sometimes they think about a single person, sometimes they think about a person that, like an Elon Musk, let's say, that has you know multiple uh, billions of dollars, huge team of people working under. But if I combine the word solo entrepreneur, those two words together, then believe it or not, that word has much more traffic than solopreneur. Solo entrepreneur. So I started using that phrase instead. It wasn't an accident. Maybe some of you noticed. Probably not. Because as I've been implementing this for, for myself, beginning to write new articles, beginning to examine which words had the volume, which words didn't. But let me explain that for a minute. A lot of you on the plateau right now, if you have experimented with content creation before, you need a few basic tools that you can use to do your research with that will give you information that going it alone won't. The tool that I suggest is called Keywords Everywhere. It is a Chrome extension and it is fantastic. It does everything that I need it to do. I spend $10 a year for the pro version of it, Keywords Everywhere. And this tool gives me everything I need to bulk analyze data, analyze page content, check out my competitor gap analysis. I can look at what words I'm ranking for organically. All of those things I can do cost me $10 a year. And the reason why it costs me $10 a year is because they give me 100,000 credits that I have to use within 12 months or else they expire. And most of the time out of that 100,000, I'll only use about 10,000 of those credits and then they expire. And the reason why I use this is because once you go to a tool like, let's say, ChatGPT, and you put your main keywords in there and you see what other words are connected with it. Again, I'm going to give you a code. Maybe I'll even put it in. Maybe I'll put a link to it in the description of today's podcast episode. For those of you who don't want to get the newsletter or forget the step, maybe I'll put a code in it um, or a link to it or something like that. Just check out the description in today's episode. Okay, so... A lot of you are creating content around words that do not have a lot of monthly search volume. So for example, I'm in keywords everywhere right now. Let's say I put, um, 
what would be a good keyword? All right, we'll talk about marketing. I'm going to put email marketing for beginners. Let's say I'm thinking about writing an article about that because that's one of the phrases that came up. Okay, so let's see. All right, so from the results that I have here, the volume for this is 390 per month. Cost, uh, cost per click is only 54 cents. So that may seem like a interesting topic if you know about that, if you're teaching marketing, but it only has 390 for its search volume. Whereas, well, the related keywords, for example, email marketing examples has 9,900 as its volume. Email marketing strategy has 5,400. So if I'm going to write about email marketing, then as far as the numbers go, it makes more sense to write about email marketing examples because there's more searches for that than it would writing about email marketing for beginners. Now, within that article about email marketing example, I could give examples of beginners or how to do things as a beginner. And so all of this plus much more information around these topics is available just by using this simple tool for SEO. It's very simple to use. Again, it's just a browser extension. It's called Keywords Everywhere. I'm using the Pro Edition, cost me $10 a year. It talks about the SEO difficulty and getting ranked for it. it talks about the off-page, on-page difficulties, all of that. If you don't know what any of that means, there's a help file. It describes all of that. And so if you remember nothing else from what I'm saying right now, just remember that a tool like this can show you what the volume is and why would you write about something, talk about something, create videos around something that has low volume? It doesn't make any sense, especially if your business is at a plateau right now. We need more eyes, not fewer eyes. There's one thing about niching down with a topic, but it's another thing to niche so far down that you're talking about something that very few people are searching for each and every month. I'm saying this because here we are in April of 2023, and you're probably not going to experience explosive growth for the rest of the year if you just keep doing more of what you're already doing in the places you're already doing it in. I'm talking to active people right now, people who are willing to do a little bit of work, people who are willing to roll up their sleeves, people who are already willing to invest the time. Now, if you already have a WordPress-based website, the strategy I'm talking about, the strategy I'm sharing with you today is as simple as reactivating your blog and then take the code or the prompt that I'll be sharing with you and plug it into chat GPT. Get the complete silo content structure for your niche, for your business. After that, if you haven't already done this, install the Keywords Everywhere Chrome extension into your Chrome browser and start researching the monthly volume on the keywords relative to your business. Now, I don't say that you should ignore what you've been doing up until this point. What I'm saying is we're talking about growth. We're talking about re-strategizing so we don't get stuck on this plateau so that we can experience some upward trajectory again. Once I see the data showing me what people are interested in within my market, then I can intelligently adjust my messaging with greater confidence because I have the data to back it up. I don't have to guess. 
Now, what I'm sharing with you is a solid SEO-focused marketing plan to create content that search engines will see in such a way that you'll be able to build lasting authority in whatever market that you're in. So whatever you start today with this is something that you're going to have ongoing, something that's going to last, something that's going to have a greater return on investment than perhaps any other activity you're currently engaged in. Every single piece of content that you write, whether you add video or images or audio or anything else to it, needs to clear that 1,000 word length. It's really not a lot, especially if you're going to explain something in any type of detail. Now, some would argue that 900 words is enough, but I found that from testing on my own website that 1K works the best. Now, if you want, think of this activity as the building of your legacy. Your site will contain the very best information that you as an individual have to offer on your topic. Don't just think about it like, oh, I'm blogging or I'm creating content. Really zero in on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Now, here's something to think about. Most of your competitors are going to take a hard pass on creating content that's at least a thousand words for their blog once a week. They're just not going to do it. They won't install a simple but powerful research tool like Keywords Everywhere to make the process easier. All of this just sounds like more work, even if they're aware that such a strategy exists, which most people aren't. Also, they're not going to use ChatGPT to help them write those articles. They know it's possible, but it's amazing how lazy people are. Whatever article someone writes today probably won't start attracting traffic to their website for at least three months. What will happen is most people, if they don't see results in 30 days, 60 days, that's it. They just move on to something else. They don't realize that SEO has a cumulative type of effect. But the same content you invest your time in creating for social media most of that's going to be forgotten in two weeks anyway. You don't really think about that. You just think of what's happening in the immediate picture. And there's no way that the content that you create on social media today will still be bringing a return on that investment 30, 60, 90 days down the line. Yeah, absolutely. You can forget about that. So yes, this is the long game we're talking about, but it's not as long as people think. Six months is going to come faster than most people realize, and it's coming anyway. So that article that you write, maybe with some help from AI, will grow roots over the next six months. So will the second article that you write this week or the single article that you write next week. It's all going to begin to accumulate. So the strategy is designed so you can invest time now. Do the work now. Dig in now. Get the data now. And then reap the ongoing results later on. And again, let me just say this. Most of your competitors, I think you'll agree, are not going to do this. So if you're willing to do this work, it's all up to you. Nine months, 12 months from now, your competitors will be that far behind you. Even if they jump on this strategy immediately and go all in, they're still going to be nine to 12 months behind you. So as long as you continue to build your content Based on the data that you're collecting from keywords everywhere, get whatever help from AI that you need. Just make sure that you are in that article. It's your knowledge, your experience, your insights. Even if that's only 30% of the article, make sure that's in there. You're going to be enjoying the kind of returns most of your competitors will still be dreaming about one, two, three years down the line.
All right, I think that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend, please go ahead, share the episode link with them, or you can send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. Back episodes can be found there as well. As always, your sharing of this podcast as a whole or a specific episode link makes it possible for me to reach people who I'd otherwise probably never be able to reach. So thank you for doing that. Thanks again for listening. Have a great rest of your week. And I will talk to you later.